0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: More live fantasy sports radio than anyone on the planet. Seven continuous hours of football, baseball, basketball, and hockey action each Monday through Friday. Plus seven hours of game day frenzy on Sunday. The Fantasy Sports Channel. Only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule
2: you can bet on. week 11 in the National Football League. It's a very important week in the Fantasy Football Players Championship and the World Championship of Fantasy Football. Teams for the championship will be decided. This is the week where dreams are made true and nightmares are realized. And will it fall? Don't panic, don't overthink it. You know what you're doing, You've been doing it all your life. This is it, this is your moment. You're your short last minute lineup decisions red versus blue. Sixty seconds.
1: One bleeds red, and one bleeds blue. Two friends one heated rivalry, it's intense, it's no holds barred, it's game time, on Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, with your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Scott and Mike and their versatility bring new light to many topics in and out of the world of fantasy sports guests can reach the show by calling 347-324-5404 red versus blue sports talk radio where planet red and big blue nation collide let's hope they're still friends afterwards here they are scott and mike
2: Hello everyone and good evening. Welcome to another prime time edition of Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, wherever you may be. Thanks for making us part of your night. Mike, this is a big week 11. Listeners are always encouraged to join the fun in the live chat room. Those guys are already having a blast. We've got a full house already. Uh, be part of the show. Dial us up, 347-324-5404. I'm your host, Scott Atkins, broadcasting live out of Indianapolis. I'm team legacy in the world of high-stakes fantasy football. I'm a diehard Louisville fan watching the game right now in the driving rain. Uh, Louisville's charging uh, 20, down 20-21 to 21 against Cincinnati. Uh, I'm also a uh, huge number one in the AFC East New York Jets fan. Thank you very much. Uh, tonight and always, I'm joined by my big blue co-host. It's an honor to present over the waves of the online world, a great friend of mine from good old Brandenburg, Kentucky, Mike Trent. Mike, did you see what I saw last night?
3: Absolutely, Scott. It was a heck of a game. Uh, I'll tell you what, I never thought that uh, the Jets would uh, do what they did last night against New England. I had that game uh, nailed as New England as a solid winner. But
0: uh,
3: the Jets played, uh, I mean, they played out there you know what? and, uh, I mean, they did awesome. And, so, you know, you got to give it to Brett Favre. Brett Favre is a winner everywhere he goes. It doesn't matter what happens. Uh, you know, it, it was funny. I, I saw a simple you know, it, it, interview with uh Leon Washington. And Leon Washington going back in the huddle. Yeah. Back in the huddle. And and it was Brett Favre just creating this team and 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 that's what it's all about. It's a team to get back in the huddle. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're going to get it done, guys. We're going to get it done. Even though it was 24-6 to and then uh, New England came back, it was all about Brett Favre getting it done, Scott. So, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, you got a heck of a team there, and uh, they're getting it done.
2: Yeah, they do. And you can definitely tell Dustin Keller is a huge part of that offense now. There's no doubt about it. If you had any questions about it, like I did, uh, and I left him on my bench in a couple leagues. I, I heard about some weather. Uh, I already had Cox restarting, and those are the, the types of things. You don't like to have all your eggs in one basket. And so I left him on the bench over Todd Heap. So I'm crossing my fingers that he can get uh, close to that 16 to 20 points that uh, Dustin Keller got last week. And I'm, I'm telling you, he's reminding me of uh, – just a, a, a potent off, you know offensive weapon that could easily go to wide receiver. He's that type of player. He's like the Colton. Yeah. <laughs> uh from last uh, couple years ago. He's just a big time player, big time target. Eight for 87 last night. Cottery five for 87 and a touchdown. Uh, that was pretty much all on one drive last night. And then uh, Thomas Jones put together that drive. He found in the, he got into the end zone, but it, it's really the story of Brett Favre, dude. He's uh, he's what, what what can I say? He's going to be in the Super Bowl. There's no doubt about it. He's uh he he's brought uh, life back to the New York again and uh we're we're just excited about it. Matt Castle on the other hand, four hundred yards, three touchdowns. Uh well, I tell you run- what, Scott,
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna break down some stats uh that's gonna shock and amaze you about Thomas Jones, uh, you know, Brett Favre, uh and really Matt Castle that will really amaze you here in a bit.
2: Okay. Well, Mike, it keeps getting better and better for us here at uh, Blog Talk Radio and the Fantasy Sports Channel. Uh, Folks, I want to mention before we get at it, the Fantasy Sports Channel is doing some very big things and making it very easy for the fanatics out there to get all your fantasy information whenever you want it on your time. Uh, We've got a lot to cover, but first, the show can be heard on iTunes Radio. Just look for Blog Talk Fantasy Sports. It's a great workaround for those listeners who have sports websites blocked from their work computers. Uh, So never fear, we will deliver fantasy information to you one way or another. Uh, Secondly, yet another workaround, we now have a free toolbar that you can just download to your browser. Uh, The toolbar will stream the Fantasy Sports Channel 24-7. You can surf the web and at your discretion pop on the audio and listen to our channel without interruption. Um, There's also a lot more to that toolbar. I mean, I have it. I wouldn't go back. There's scrolling sports, player news, uh, Google search, a channel guide. There's weather. Uh, email, notifier, and on and on. We have Mark Ronick to thank for all this. He's really taken it to the next level. And, uh, Mike, usually we have a guest on our show, and while I love doing that, we just have so much information. It seems like every week we can't get to it, and this is such an important week. We just wanted to get to this week. We're foregoing that segment because we just have a ton of players to break down and calls to take. Um, Now, we're still going to have our main segments, our player prop guru, Alex Kaganowski, who is absolutely on fire again. Uh, and our reigning Survivor Island champ, uh, John Wright. He's still alive in that quest for the 25 grand. Uh, they'll all be joining us tonight. Uh, and as always, listeners are encouraged to call in and ask for lineup advice. Uh, and they can reach the show at any time calling 347-324-5404. Uh, or come on in and join the live chat room. There's always great conversation going on there. And fire away with your questions. Uh, we'll try to get to all of them. Uh, matter of fact, we've got a caller, Mike, uh, from the 901 uh... nine-oh-one area uh... what you got
4: uh... scott this is steve carter in memphis
2: steve carter show how you doing buddy
4: how you doing
2: man it's good to hear from you long time no talk to you guys, well, i was certainly thinking
4: about you last night watching that football game
2: <laughs> we are uh... fellow jet fans here guys and uh, Show's got a fantastic team uh... in the fantasy football players championship uh, you started. Uh, I, I, I saw you on a message board yesterday. You started Keller and Cotter. Is that right?
4: And uh, no, Thomas Jones.
2: Oh, Thomas Jones, even better. Yeah,
4: and yeah, I and want to, want to start Porter, but I want to start Porter, but he's uh, he's on the on the injured list.
2: Well, you've got a good shot over there in uh, FFPC, don't you? Aren't you in the top uh, in the
0: top overall?
4: Yeah, I'm the top. Sc- I'm the top scorer right now, and i got D'Angelo Williams coming up, uh, Anquan Boldin, Hines Ward, Deshaun Jackson, and Vincent Jackson as my receivers. And uh, McNabb is my quarterback. So I'm hoping they can give me some big points again this week.
2: You got any uh, lineup uh, decisions you have to make, or is everything pretty much set in stone?
4: Well, like I said, I, uh, I'm looking at uh, Porter is, is my biggest problem right now. And I don't know if he's gonna be able to play I don't think he is and uh I'm probably gonna just have to stick with D'Angelo.
2: Yeah, D'Angelo is uh, definitely a player you've got to have in your lineups. We called that last week. We're gonna break that down a little bit more, but against Detroit, um you have to, even though Stewart's gonna get his in, in that game, uh, looking at the stats here, Detroit just allows um their fair share. Now they they are obviously they allow it through the they they allow it through the air. Um they actually have a pretty respectable run, uh, game, but I, I think that's just because they're able to throw uh, so easily against them, they, they don't have to, they don't have to throw it, uh, or run it on the ground. But, uh, Mike, you got anything for him? Uh, you, you really like yeah, this week.
3: One, one thing that, uh, I would think about is, uh, the fact that if Carolina gets up big time, um, uh, they're going to, they're going to allow D will to do what he wants. It's hand off the D will every single time. Uh, The key in that game is for uh, Carolina to get a big lead and, you know, get up like 17, 24-3, something like that, and then Dave Will has fun.
4: Well, I kept saying Porter. I meant Clinton Portis. uh, Clinton Portis is the guy I want to start, but I think he's hurt. He's not going to be able to. But I watched watched D'Angelo for a whole bunch of years here at the University of Memphis, and uh, I really like him.
2: Yeah, I heard you. I heard you talking Porter, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna let you clear that one up because I don't really. <laughs> I know you're not talking. Yeah, just, I, I don't Jerry know what was going as long as
4: I've been doing this 21 years, I think I call a guy Porter.
3: That's <laughs> how. Well, hey, we make we we all make the same mistakes. <laughs> yeah.
4: And,
2: but and anyway, uh, Scott, here. you're
4: doing great. You're doing great too. And the league that you and I are in together is packed with talented fantasy players.
2: That is a, that is an awesome. Uh, it's a dynasty league that we've been in for a long time, and uh, we've. We've just had a blast with that, and there are lots of guys there in the WCFF. So just to be doing well in that is uh, is saying something. But back to that Carolina matchup there you've got uh, you've got to start d well. Detroit looking at the stats. They're averaging 161 yards per game on the ground, and they've given up 14 touchdowns so far. <laughs> that's just going to be embarrassing. So you, you've got to keep him in there, and, and no question about it. Um, if you got the you get the, edge board, the
4: edge and he's gone. Huh? That's
2: right. That's uh, right. Uh, Absolutely. So we it
4: fell by Clinton Portis. she Yeah, the last thing I've heard that it just doesn't look good right now. But I would love to have him, Thomas Jones, and D'Angelo Williams, all three in my lineup. But uh, I don't think it's going to happen. What's your other option? If you don't have well, I've got four good receivers. I've Clinton's got four – excuse me? No, I, I've That's got – I also have Washington, uh, but God. I couldn't get him. I didn't get him in. I didn't start both him and uh, Jones. And uh, right now I've got four receivers that I'm playing. Uh, Bolden, uh, Vincent Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, and uh, Hines Ward.
2: Hmm. Yeah, you're loaded. Yeah,
4: so you're loaded. If I, can, if I can do with it, well, I got 214.8 points last week, and I got a real good shot at that uh, real nice wristwatch. So That's right. right.
2: The yeah, those. Top those, score. those uh, I just broke uh, my watch
4: you- at work. Can I have it?
0: <laughs>
2: the no. reactor watches the <laughs> reactor watches are, are are pretty cool. I think you've got that uh, as long as we don't see any uh, big week you're going you're going to grab that but uh plus well. it sounds like he's got a he's got an MCL tear uh second degree it um equals an a, a rupture uh yeah. of the inside ligament and so they're they're asking for 4 weeks of um immobilization and and rehab for 2 to 4 weeks and I don't think he'll he'll stay out that long. But, um, I
4: hope not. I need him in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, you're not. You, in, you're gonna have in, to. In fantasy
3: if, football if, terms, Scott, that that means he's out.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly. Yep, yep you're gonna so. you're gonna have to go with Breeze. Uh, I mean, with bets. Uh, well, good to have you, show man. Uh, thanks for uh, any too, other lineup up uh, advice. We can help. I know. I'm just. I'm rooting for you, man. You've got a. You've got a good thought no, there. No, I've got the, the Buffalo
4: defense. I got the Buffalo defense and the Green Bay Packers, and I'm going with the Packers. I'm uh, hoping they can do something with uh, Chicago because I'm not too confident in uh, Buffalo against Cleveland.
2: Yep, I I'm not either. That's 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 a, a toss up game and you've got also some comments in the chat room, show if you if you don't know it, you've got uh you got some guys talking, uh sports betting man, uh Lance in the chat room. Portis is out for two weeks. Book it.
5: He's uh I, okay. I think it's
2: uh I think that's what you're going to have to you're going to have to bank on your other guys uh, getting you there, and, and just throw D. Will in with confidence, man. You're going to keep rolling with him. Well, thanks luck, a lot, man. buddy. Yep, you take thanks care. For calling and, uh, and and good luck this week, man. Bye. That's the kind of calls we like to take, Mike. Uh, the guys that, uh, that are in contention, and and that's uh, shows shows up there. He's been up there for a long time. He goes by Ninety Niners uh, in the overall leaderboard. But um, so, so,
3: you know what, that You know that that's somebody that's passionate about what they're talking about, and uh, you know, and I appreciate the fact that they're listening in and uh, doing the things that we want to make things happen. And uh, I think it's awesome. I, and just anybody else, uh, they can call in anytime at three four seven three two four five four zero four, and uh, just call in and just just give us. Give us your insight on your team and and whatever it may take. What do you think, Scott?
2: We've also got uh, in the chat room talk about Antonio Pittman being a good start. King, of queens seems to think that uh, he is, and I think San Fran it, it definitely allows those uh, those yards on the ground. So uh, with with Stephen Jackson again limited with that injury, I think I think it's a no brainer. Go ahead and get Pittman in there if you're hurting. And actually, Mike, uh, we were talking about finding a, a sleeper, possibly a running back. That's a that's a good one to have and. Uh, I think that's a I think that's a, a good possibility that uh, Pittman has a nice day that uh, against the Niners. Um,
3: yes, yes, it is, Scott. And you know, to add on to that, I picked up uh, Antonio Pittman in uh, one of my uh, dynasty leagues, and I dropped him like in week three when Steven Jackson was finally signed. And I wish I had him. I wish I had him because uh, it never fails. I told you. I told you you know, a while back that they signed a big big contract, it's done, and somebody gets hurt. The same guy gets hurt and uh Steven Jackson, he happens to be that guy. So but uh anyway, um, you know, Pittman in the uh Rams offense, he might get something, but I don't expect a whole lot. I'll be honest with you.
2: Well, Mike, let's talk about last night. You uh, you saw the, you, you you heard about the game or saw it? We have a new leader in the AFC East. It's Jet Favre and the New York Jets. What a big win for them last night!
3: Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Uh, I'll be honest with you, Scott. I I did not expect uh, the Jets to win this game. I thought New England would take care of their defense; would be fine. But uh, uh, Brett Barb, uh he's not the rookie from uh, Southern Miss anymore. He's not the uh, He's not hes not the Green Bay Packer. He is the New York Jet Brett, and uh, that was awesome. I mean, what a performance. Thomas Jones, did you know that uh, the Jets are 7-0 and when Thomas Jones scores a touchdown? Absolutely. I mean, that, that's unbelievable. Uh, Keller? That is a good
2: I mean, thing. Yeah, I like that. I mean,
3: Keller, he dropped a couple of passes, but... Uh, Brett Favre continues to go to this young kid because he knows there is a future there. And I like that. I like that. And Brett Favre will always continue to do that. On the other side of things, Matt Castle. First NFL quarterback in history to throw for 400 and rush for 60 in a game. Matt Castle, they can can say, well, You know, I wish we had Brady. I wish we had Brady, this and that. But I tell you what, Matt Castle did all he could do. He threw a bullet to Randy Moss, 16-yard touchdown with, what, 16 seconds to go? I mean, it happened that quick. And uh, he threw a bullet, and Randy Moss, he corralled it in, and uh, that goes on to my next one. Uh, I mean, it was a great catch and a great delivery. Moss is still, you know, he's still on the money. Um, but I have to admit, uh, I was very surprised and it was a great game. Uh, and I got to say that the jets are for real and, uh, that, I mean, that's really all I got, all I got to say, Scott. I mean, they are good.
2: Well, they certainly look good. And like I said, I benched Keller for heap and in uh, FFPC and WCFF. So let's hope it just doesn't come back to bite me. Uh, Mike, our, actually our phone lines are jammed. So we're going to start taking some calls here. We've got, uh, the caller in the four one two. What you got?
5: How you guys doing?
2: Doing great. Football's on. we got got uh, football two days away. What's up?
5: Hey, man, call from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania here. i got a, a big question. Um, I'm sitting in the uh, top four in my league trying to go to the playoffs for the sixth year in a row. i got a loaded lineup in the PPR league and been throwing this question out because uh, every receiver I put on the bench last week scored a touchdown. I don't want to make the same mistake twice. I need I to start you. two I need to start two wide receivers in these flex positions. These are guys I got. I got Deshaun Jackson, I got Lance Moore, Kevin Walter, Muhammad, and I just picked up last week Michael Jenkins because of the matchups and the uh, way the Atlanta Falcon
2: offense is rolling. What do you guys think? Well, uh, you know, I've got a lot of thoughts on this and I've got uh, uh, one of one of my sleeper plays of the week uh, for those for those guys that uh, have injuries or you know situations that have came up where they're where they're kind of in a pinch. Uh, I like Mike Jenkins this week. Obviously, he's got the, a fantastic matchup against Denver. He's got a lot of upside in that game with Matt Ryan throwing an absolutely sweet ball. Uh, the problem there is that Denver is also going to allow the run, so you've got to consider that if they if they uh, get rolling uh, with Norwood um, and um, uh, what's his name Erner in Atlanta. Turner, when they get Turner. rolling, uh, they, they could abandon that. But he's got a great matchup. I, I, the first name that stood out to me was Lance Moore. Breeze trusts this guy underneath all day long. You've still got questions there with Colson in the knee. Um, obviously, if Colson is uh, is out and you hear otherwise, Lance Moore is obviously a lock. But I still put him up there and put him in that, in, in that lineup. D-Jack is so unpredictable. Uh, what, what's going to happen in Philly? He's off again, on again. And then you said uh, you had Moose. He's not a, he's not really a consideration for me with those other guys. If you've only got two, uh, my first option is Lance Moore. Um, if you if you want to roll the dice and go for some upside, I'd go Jenkins. But otherwise, I, I, I think you uh, you think you I think you stick with the guys who got you there, and and Djax had a big part in that. So, well,
3: Scott, I gotta disagree with you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a kick in the armor, so to speak. Um, I like Muhammad. There is no way that uh, Jake Malone will play the kind of game they played last week. Uh, I see Steve Smith, Muhammad, being, you know, just totally into the game. Uh, both of them, uh, they're going to open this thing up. Uh, they were embarrassed by the way they played at Oakland. Uh, this week, it won't happen. Uh, I see Muhammad uh, having a pretty good game. Uh, I like the Lance Moore. I like the Jenkins. Uh, so, I hope we didn't confuse you, but I, I really like Muhammad to, you know, at least go for five for ninety and maybe a touchdown.
5: No, honestly, guys, you're you're giving me the same answers I've been getting. Everyone's loving the bench that I got, and it's just this is a it's a critical time of the season. I got Drew Brees as a quarterback. I'm all set. My first two receivers are Welker and Bolden. So. I mean, I got wow. the bench the way I want it, man. I, I finally, yeah, you got it good. I capitalized on people's stupid mistakes. They get too impatient with the bye weeks. They let certain people go, and I took them all up. That's that's all I did was I was patient.
2: That's good, man. You've got a really uh, really deep squad. And I don't think you go wrong either way. You're trying to squeeze out some points here, and when, with Williams um, in, in Carolina, you, you you've got questions there that Jake DeLome just may let uh, D Will and Stewart. Uh, Take care of that, but like Mike said, you know, with the loan coming off his worst day as a pro, uh, he should be raring to go. And you know, it's a it's a good question, but I don't think I could trust a, an important game like this uh, with Musen Muhammad. So there it is, man. Four one two Pittsburgh. Thanks a lot for calling. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Okay. Hey, thanks a lot. All right, Mike. Uh, those are some tough uh, lineup calls. We're gonna have those uh, probably all night long. Uh, we've got a caller in the six five zero. Uh, six five
0: zero. What you got? What's up, Scott? And Mike, it's Lance, the sports betting man. You know. Lance. Hey, <laughs> what's going, going on? on? <laughs> How's it going? Uh, I've got a pretty much. I started zero and three in the FFPC. And yeah. And was fairly depressed because I was zero and three in Wackoff too. But uh, I've gone on sure. a seven-game winning streak. And I need to basically win three more in a row to win my league. I, if I, I, I have my own destiny do in my it. hands. Yeah. If I win, I'm in. Baker Boy's in first. He's clinched, so I'm trying to just sneak in uh, with my record. I've got uh, Kurt Warner, Frank Gore, Ernest Graham, Deuce McAllister, Dwayne Bowe, Braylon Edwards, Eddie Royal uh, in right now. And on the bench, I'm sitting with Mark Bradley, Matt Jones, Chad Johnson as possible alternates. I'm I'm not... uh, I'm, I want to have that Monday night magic. I've had a Monday night player every week, and I've always came through. As a you know, like the last three weeks in a row, I've needed Monday night. So I kind of want to keep Bradley Edwards in there for good luck. But what do you uh, what do you see? I mean, I see expendable as uh, Ernest Graham going against Minnesota is pretty rough. Deuce McAllister, Mark announced Bradley's announced pretty hot. Yeah, I mean uh with the way uh chad chad johnson's talking i could probably sneak him in matt jones looks a little banged up so he's going down but bradley's been like three weeks in a row he's been solid so yeah, what do you yeah, think? And yeah. Who, who do you pull <laughs> lance my
2: my personal opinion this this isn't really that close i go with the hot hand i go with tyler figpens target uh the mark ball? bradley mark bradley is uh you yep. already got bow in there you've got uh you know Tyler Thigpen is the difference maker here. You've got Gonzalez is getting a lot of targets. Gonzalez and Bradley both led the league in targets last week. Uh, that's no surprise. Thigpen knows where to throw that ball. And in a matchup with New Orleans, you couldn't ask for a better shootout. You're going to have to outscore the Saints to beat them.
0: So I know that. You want to pull, pull, maybe pull, pull, pull Ernest Graham going against Minnesota D and maybe pull Braylon Edwards and put in Bradley and maybe uh, – Chad Johnson or Matt Jones or just keep uh, keep Braylon Edwards in for my left arm.
2: Oh, I think you, I think you keep Braylon in on Monday night. That's that's uh, big time players got to show up in a game uh, that yeah, with, with Quinn.
3: I would I would. <clears throat> I, I'm sorry, Scott. I would put in Chad instead of Braylon. Um, yeah. No, Braylon uh, until he can until he can catch a ball. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. I don't care if it's coming from Brady Quinn or Derek Anderson. He cannot get the ball. I mean, he's doing well, but uh, but the only but the thing. And now, I'm retracting what I'm saying here a little bit, um, Edwards gets he gets a ton of looks, and uh, yeah. Ocho Seco or uh, Chad he don't get much. So
0: yeah, it, I mean, it's very tough. It just, just 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 I like the fact that it seems like whenever everybody is down on somebody, he blows up and gets twenty two or more. So I'm, I'm thinking that might happen with Braylon. We'll see. Yeah, That's and it. Matt
2: Jones just had too tough of a matchup this week. Titans Titans don't uh, allow much. Um and you've also got uh, you said Chad Johnson. Man, how can you you can't start a guy like that in in,
0: in a week like this? You've got a you've no, got Do or die. And he's, he's already had he's already got I mean, he's got a solid team. And he's already got uh like seventeen out of the guy I thought was as weak as you know, Leon Washington 17 and a seventeen and a half, so Right, he's got a he's got a solid he's got Colson. he's got Reggie Wayne he's got Jay Cutler uh, he's he just I got to score at least 100 oh, yeah, and probably 40. Yeah, and
2: the, the good thing about the, that that Saints matchup with the Chiefs, the Saints uh, have been allowing a lot of long pass plays, so you get one long pass play with Bradley, and it's going to help you, you know, get a nice foundation. I agree. Bradley's emerging as the legitimate deep threat in that offense. And there's there's whispers around that team that Bradley's more talented than Dwayne Bow. I, I, I keep hearing it. i be excited to start in
0: and just watch the daily, uh, watch, watch every pass that goes in the air. I hope it's not TG. <laughs> That's right. And you're going to have LJ back. It should open things up a little bit.
2: New Orleans hasn't been doing a good job uh, of rushing the quarterback, so I don't think that'll be a problem. But, uh should man, be a field I day. Think, I mean, it really yeah, should be a field day
3: no matter what happens.
0: Thank you very much, guys. Good stuff, Lance. Good luck this week, buddy.
2: All right, take it easy. Good luck. That was sports betting, man. He handed it to me in uh, WCFF a couple years ago. Uh, we won't talk about uh, <laughs> the the, the, the state <laughs> What of do of you mean, handed it to you? Uh, he handed it to me. He ended up uh, doing really well in that league and uh, put it to me. But, uh, hey, we've got another caller, 508. Let's go ahead and take these calls while we got them uh, so they don't have to wait on the, sure. uh, the line too much. We've got a lot to cover, but uh, let's go ahead and help who we can. 508, you're on.
6: Yeah, it's uh, Kate Fair. How you doing?
0: Hey,
2: How are you, what's going?
6: going on? Not much. Uh, I was at the uh, Patriot Jet game last night, and um, due to the weather last minute through Farvin, and uh was very happy with that. I do have um, Thomas Jones in three leagues and Cartry in one Um, right now in the top ten.
2: You had one hell of a time. (laughs)
6: Oh, and I still had Gostowski on the other end, so, I mean, I had a good start. Oh, no, (laughs)
2: absolutely.
6: uh, Right now in the NFFC, uh, I'm right now in the top ten in the main event, uh, in first in my league and head-to-head. Struggling with the NBC, um, about 60 points out, I've uh, got Rogers going with Mary and Bob. I had Thomas Jones with him. My problem is um, Colston's killed me all year and um, had Cautry with him last night. And here's my big question for you guys. And if you can solve this problem, you guys would be, uh, be a big help. I have a choice of Colston, Lance Moore, Vincent Jackson, Breston, and Avery. And I also oh. have Lendell White. And now of his okay. eleven touchdowns I probably got four. So I got two wide receivers and a flex spot. And I've been flipping coins, I've gone everywhere, so I'm calling you. Hmm.
2: Okay, so you ha- how many positions we have to fill, you said two and a flex?
6: Three, three. Uh, yeah, two and a flex. Two wide receivers and a flex.
2: Okay. Wow, Mike, uh, we've got a lot of options here. Colston, Lance Moore, Vincent Jackson, Breston. Breston has been absolutely on fire, and it should continue. Uh, Seattle's not going to stop them, so uh, Colston with the knee. Obviously, Lance Moore has the underneath target there in Kansas City. With They don't have a running back to speak of right now since Bush has already ruled out, so wow. Um, San diego you got a tough matchup against Pittsburgh. I think I'm I think I'm gonna lay low on Jackson. Uh, Chambers is back this week, right? Yep. Yeah, so, correct.
6: But they are they banged up in the back though. They said there's uh two guys out and they just grabbed someone off the taxi squad. So I don't know would Chambers help V Jack or uh, uh I guess the big question I have is what do you do with Rendell White?
2: You bench him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you bench him. <laughs> you, you, you might get a touchdown there, but you're—I mean—I mean you're—you're I mean, uh, you're looking for at least, uh, you know, ten or fifteen. You, you're looking for fifteen points out of these wide receivers. Lindale—he'll get you ten on a good day with a touchdown, right? Yeah. But um, I mean, if he has a great day, I mean, he could get you twenty. But on a typical Lindale now, see, day, I'm not, he's going to get you ten.
3: I'm going to jump in here, and I'm going to go in a different angle. Uh, Tennessee's offense as far as a running game, was stifled, big time. Uh, Chris Johnson got nothing. Linda White got nothing. Uh, I see Lindo, I hate to say this, but I see Linda White uh, maybe scoring one touchdown, if not more. And uh, I see Vincent Jackson scoring a touchdown for San Diego. Uh, how about and I hope that doesn't I mean, muddle the situation, but, uh, you know, I'm looking for touchdowns, and that's where I see all those two guys.
6: Well now yeah, I mean with the matchups, can you play Colston and more this week? You can,
2: well, first of all you can absolutely I would like play Colston. Colston. You can you can absolutely play Colston. Colston's matched up against Brandon Flowers, okay? That's a six four target against what? A five nine guy? You're, a midget. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Colston he he's gonna tower over Flowers and uh I've got it right here. Flowers Flowers is a yeah measly one eighty seven. You got a uh, two twenty five six foot four Colston, uh, and and he's back. You, you just got to watch the knee, monitor the situation of the knee. It's a one o'clock game, right? So you'll yes. know you'll know ahead of time before the game whether or not he's going to play. If he's going to play, you got to throw him in. Um, and you know I'm I'm of the opinion that uh, Breeze is the guy that got you here. Uh, think well, actually you didn't. You didn't uh, – Colston hasn't been there, but Lance Moore has been a great target for you, is, is my point. And Lance Moore has been the underneath guy, and he's going to continue to be the underneath guy, no matter if Patton's back or not. Lance Moore is going to get his six, seven, or eight catches, guaranteed. He does, he's been doing it all the time. And uh, in a game like this, when you don't have a running attack to speak of, you're going to throw the ball. And I think you're going to see a Big Pen breeze. You're uh, going to see a Big pin breeze kind of shootout. And I, I like the over in that game. I agree, but, Scott. Uh,
3: I mean – the bottom line is, Drew Brees, is going, he's going to throw for 300 yards. So, where does that 300 yards come from? So, it could be coastin it could be Moore. So, you know, that's tough to dissect where it's co- going to come from. But he is going to throw that many yards. And uh, so, maybe coastin uh, or Moore could be the guy. So, yeah, I guess,
2: I think... I think Gates is guess, rounding back into form too. So you've got to you've got to think about Vincent Jackson. He's got he's got uh, he's got an opponent for targets there, and uh, Gates is going to get his looks uh, again, kind of like the old days. And, and I think you are going to see LT a little bit of emerging. I think Mike's going to talk about that later in the show. But there you go. So you would you? Brenton.
6: So would you go both uh, New Orleans guys and then? Uh, Breston, or are you not playing white this week? Or what about V-Jack So, I'm asking you guys, what three would you
3: play? I would go one, New Orleans. One. Okay. You got, you got to dissect the one, one or the other. One or the other. And I would probably go, uh,
2: well, Colson, I, I can't it's a no go more. If he plays, if, if Colston plays, it's a no brainer because you got Brandon yeah. Flowers. He's He's going to dominate that guy. Okay.
6: okay. And then uh, VJACK or Bruston.
2: Here, here's where, here's where it gets tough. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, uh, VJACK is not, not the play. He's been helping out. You've got Malcolm Floyd on the other side of the ball, and, and Chambers is back. You've got Gates coming. He's been looking a lot better. VJACK could easily be the fifth target there. I mean, the fifth favorite. So I, I, I say you bench him. Um, then you got Brewston and to White. Think about.
3: What about Breston uh, and Lindelwa? But then again but then again Scott,
2: you gotta understand that
3: uh if uh if Kurt Warner is hooking up with uh, Fitz and
6: uh
3: you know uh, Anquan Bowden, Steve Breston, he might get only uh what, three, four targets all day. So
0: Yeah. Uh, that's
3: a tough call. That's a tough call. I I would I I think I would go with Vincent Jackson because they go the they go the end zone with him.
2: Can the Jags learn, though, from what Chicago did last week, Mike? Can the Jags – you know, Chicago lined up, you know, eight, nine in the box last week, said, okay, go ahead, come beat us, Collins. Let's see what you can do. And Collins did beat him. I mean, he, he would have had to have been absolutely just inept to not beat uh, the defense that they were putting on those receivers last week. They 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 brushed and brought everybody to the house if you watch that game. And I'm thinking Jacksonville watched that and said, can Collins do that two weeks in a row? Can Collins do that two yeah. weeks in a row? And, and I, don't I, know. I think they're going to – I mean, they, they had a good shot at winning that game, and, and I think that was a pretty effective take the run away make Collins beat you, and uh, I don't know. Lendale will tug at me probably uh, right up to game time, uh, and you I, personally I I throw in both your New Orleans receivers, and then you've got to choose between Breston and Lendale at the four o'clock game, and I think that's just going to be uh, that's just going to be one you're going to have to um, you're going to have to evaluate. Breston's been all, absolutely on fire. Can you trust your third target over a starting running back? Probably not. So
3: probably let's, uh, not. let's
2: just no. narrow it down to Colston, Lance Moore, and Lindale, and there you go. All I right, I hey, appreciate this guy.
3: Uh, okay. Who's going to get the more chance of uh, touching the end zone? It's probably going to be Lindale Way, honest. Well, yep. that's the whole thing. When he's sitting
6: on your bench and he scores thirty and he broke an eighty-yarder, you know, <laughs> it kind of yeah. hurts you.
2: Yeah. That's right. Well, thanks for calling, man. Good luck this week. You're doing great. Uh,
6: I, All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Man, those are the tough ones that everybody's having this week. I think we've all got them. Uh, they're all around the league. Uh, chat room still buzzing, gang three four seven three two four five four zero four. You've got uh, Josh and Dave in the chat room helping out a lot of the guys, and uh, it's uh, it's going to be one of those weeks where you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna regret some decisions. Yeah, it's just you're, this is the nature of the beast, Mike.
3: Well, I will tell you what, Scott, it, it it's really awesome to hear the the callers come in and. Uh, You know, ask you questions about who should I start, what should I do, and we're going through the same thing ourselves. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and that's what makes fantasy football and uh, what we do uh, a lot of fun. And I just I can't reiterate anymore that uh, you know it's a ball to just just have fun and. you know, to hear the callers come in, and uh, we'd love to have you come in three four seven. I mean, bring it on, bring it on. I mean, we want more questions because that's what we do. And uh, Scott's very good at what he does, and we'll just keep all moving yeah, on moving on. Yeah, I don't no know Scott? about
2: that. We'll see. We'll see I, if I can make Well, these, yeah, you are. To yeah, yeah this you are. Yeah, you are. Mike, uh, it's time to play Survivor Island, where we help our listeners survive this week in their pool. Uh, so we got my schools are they're going on everywhere you look, and uh, we've been following a major contest, and uh, and we've been following one team all season long where the top prize is 25000 and he's been doing a great job. We've been probably just trying to fill in the gaps here, but John Wright from Indianapolis has survived through 10 weeks, and he's back with us again this week. John, how are you tonight? Doing great, Scott. Thanks for inviting me back. Hey, hey man. Good
3: John. I- John.
2: I know that the Survivor Contest is big news, but I saw you earlier this week at the hospital, and you and your wife, Jenna, brought a beautiful new baby into the world. So I just want to say congratulations on being a new dad.
5: Thanks. Thanks. I'm still at the hospital, but I can't wait to bring her home and show her what Sundays are like in the right household.
2: (laughs)
3: Congratulations, John. That's awesome.
2: That's dedication. Uh, Bringing it in while he's at the hospital. Well, enjoy football while you can. Uh, Sunday football is going to be harder than ever now, trust me. Now, uh, John, this is a huge contest you're in. The contest started with just a ton of teams. How many teams got knocked out last week?
5: Almost nobody was knocked off last week, Scott. The Chiefs Uh and the Seahawks broke my heart. 500 (laughs) out of the 700 remaining entrants were on the Chargers and Dolphins and just barely avoided elimination.
2: Hmm. Yeah, there were there were several uh, close ones there right at the end that really could have helped your chances there, man. But I'm going to turn it over to Mike to give you his uh, pick on Survivor, and then I'll then I'll give you mine, okay? Okay.
3: Hey, John. Keep keep moving on, buddy. Keep moving on. Um, I'm in uh, two different Survivors where I keep plugging along, and I'm I want to tell you my pick right now. It's uh it's going to be Indy. It's very difficult pick. Uh, because Indy always has a tough time against uh, the Houston Texans. I don't care who's quarterbacking, whether it's you know Sage Rosenfels or whatever. But it, it's always a tough pick. But uh, my pick this week is Indy. I haven't taken them, so I'm going to go ahead and take them. What about you, John?
5: Well, uh, both Miami and Philly look great. Uh, Miami at home against Oakland. Philly at uh, Cincinnati and based on the fact that the fans still have the Rams, Niners and Chiefs left on the schedule. I'm going Philly.
3: No I like kid. that, that Yep,
2: yeah, that was that was my play too and and Josh in the chat room was saying uh, New Orleans was going to destroy KC this week but uh John did use New Orleans in week 4 uh and so he's already used that up and and I think Philly at Cincinnati is is probably the play as well. Uh, McNabb would have to be a a buffoon to to mess this game up at Cincinnati. Um, you've also got that Miami at home against Oakland, uh, but at Oakland they're a different team. That's one of the losses that they put on the Jets. And uh, my sleeper would be Atlanta at home. They've been ab- uh, awfully hot. And uh, against Denver, uh, you know, that's one of those games where, you know, that's a make-or-break type game. I know you don't want to go out. Mike, I kind of like your strategy. Usually somebody's going to save the Colts uh, for later in the season, but you're talking about a team that could very well miss the playoffs, and why not take them on a week when you've when when you when you've got the win in the bag, Right.
3: Well, I, I wanna, I wanna get somebody that's gonna win right away. And, uh, you're talking about a team that might miss the playoffs. I don't buy that. Uh, the Colts, they're getting hot. They're playing well. Um I'm gonna take a team that's hot and the Colts, they're my team right now. Uh, as the Colts far as survivor pool. So, I, I mean, I, I gotta take them and, uh, keep, keep moving forward with them. And who knows? Next week uh, they might not be my favorite team,
2: <laughs> but uh,
3: Good we'll keep on going with it.
2: Good point, John. Philly, uh, Philly, while they are a, a pretty big favorite in this game, you know anything can happen on the road. And uh, Cincinnati definitely uh, allows tons of yards on the ground and through the air. So I, I think I think they'll be okay uh, either way you go there. I think those are two teams that, at best, are going to be uh, you know uh, wild card teams. Um, and if you're if you're trying to avoid the wild card team now, then maybe you look in another direction. But I think uh, I think we've 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 learned in the past that you want to get your win regardless. Let's not overthink this thing. Uh, you can exactly. tell that the rest of the folks aren't the rest of the folks aren't overthinking this stuff. They're playing kind of the same strategy right now, playing it safe. But somebody's going to get knocked out. I mean, there's there's going to be a big batch of them here. One of these weeks, one of these big upsets is going to fall. And I got I got, a, I got
3: one for you, Scott. Yeah. Uh, the last two weeks uh 2 weeks ago uh in our local our survivor pool uh 2 weeks ago it was Chicago there were 3 right. people left all 3 took Chicago and we were scared really scared last week San Diego same deal scared so uh we just keep moving on all you got to do is pick a winner and uh just have fun with it and keep moving on and uh I will tell you what, John. It, it's it's fun to uh, see what you're doing, and uh, we'll just we'll just keep moving on together and and make it happen.
2: Go Eagles, and we'll see you next week. Okay, John. Thanks for the call. Good luck, buddy. Congratulations Bye. again. Thanks a lot. That was John Wright, uh, still alive in Survivor Island uh, in the Survivor pool, and he's got a beautiful baby in the world. Man, there's no no feeling like being a dad and uh he's uh man it'd be nice to see him uh, bring home that 25 grand and pay for some of those uh some of those new doctor expenses. We've got uh we've got another segment that we like to play every week. We've got our uh player
7: prop prognosticator,
2: Mr. Alex
7: Kaganowski. Alex, how you doing, buddy? Uh I've uh I wanted to let you know that I've uh, changed my middle name. Um uh, I've actually added a middle name I didn't have one up to now, but uh my middle name is now The Guru. So uh <laughs> Please refer to me as Alex, the Guru Kaganovsky. Thank you. Okay, That'll work. Guru. You had another <laughs> big weekend, uh, player.
3: You earned the it. Cash. The,
2: the, the cash just keeps rolling in, and uh, I tell you, with the market crumbling to pieces, if it weren't for you, I don't think I'd have a Christmas this year. So, the wife
7: thanks you. Well, I I, uh, I sold my sub plan, uh, my uh, five twenty nine college plan for my sons. I emptied <laughs> that tough? one out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and uh, basically put all the money into these props. So, but I'm doing Seven, all right. Yeah,
2: 17 wins, another successful week. Uh, 11 losses. It's just a great week. Uh, last week with your three money plays, you went two and one, and amazing. Uh, well, Breeze under 330 was uh, he? Uh, he beat that. He had a, a big week. That was the loss. Gonzalez over 60 looked like an easy win now, and then Rivers under two and a half that just looked like too many anyway, and that was minus 130. Uh, you went two and one with the player props. So well, what you got? Uh, what you got for us this week?
7: Well, with the those three actually, Breeze. <laughs> the funny thing is, is uh, Breeze. I think had about 140 yards. I think at the half, if I remember correctly. And then, uh, so you know, I pretty much had a check mark next to that one. Uh, but you know, Breeze is Breeze, and uh, you know, he put up uh, close to 300 or so in the second half, and most of them were in the fourth quarter too. So it was pretty crazy. Um. Let's see, what do we have this week? Uh, uh my three plays are one, Brandon Jacobs, the total uh the over under on his rushing yards is eighty four and a half. Uh oh. minus minus one fifteen cents, uh how can, either way. How
2: can that how can that
7: be a favorite? How can that be a favorite with, uh, playing
2: against Baltimore?
7: Yeah, it, it's, i it's I thought it was just a uh I don't know, uh it's a it's a ridiculous uh line. I, I don't understand it. Um maybe you know they call them they call these lines 85 suckers, and a half. 84 and a half, yeah, they call them suckers' lines, but you know i mean i'll be the sucker and i 'll take the under uh because uh Baltimore's allowed five hundred and one yard uh total uh rushing yards uh on on the year that's nine games, so you know you figure out the numbers eighty four and a half from yeah. a player that that only rushes about what eighteen eighteen rushes a game. Anyway, I'll I'll yeah. take yep. the under. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I like that
2: too. And and that
7: I can't believe that's a favorite. Okay, what's pick, what's pick number two? Uh pick number two is Greg Jennings and the total reception uh the total over under on his receptions is four. Uh also minus fifteen cents either way. And I guess they pretty much uh given up on Jennings as being a stud wide receiver. Um with wow.
3: the, yeah, with four. Don't do that. 10. Don't do that, Alex.
7: Yeah, I, I believe earlier, early in the year, he, his uh, his yardage, his over under on the yardage, where it was close to 100, about 95, 98, and you know he was reaching it uh, every once in a while. But four reception, anytime I see a starting wide receiver with a total of four receptions, uh, being you know being the over or the under, uh, I'm always going to take the over because to lose, uh, I need him to to only get three. And uh, if you look around the league, you know, the, the top receivers in the league, is, uh, unless your name is Braylon Edwards, uh, they're not going to, you know, the, they're easily going to catch four balls a game, or mm-hmm. Torrey Holt for that matter. But so I thought it was a good place to take, take the over over four yeah. in this case.
0: Mm-hmm.
7: Jennings is a little bit of a different odd cookie, though. He, uh,
2: last year, just looking at his stats, it with Brent Favre at the helm, he only had four games uh where he had five catches or more and then you look in two thousand and eight, I think I know where they're getting this. You know, they he started off hot his first four games of the season, five, six, eight, six, uh, against many Detroit, Dallas and Tampa. Then he's just uh again rattled off four five three three three. So I kinda see where they're coming from. He is the type of guy that's just gonna burn you on the deep ball or the uh the slant and run type play. That's where he's really uh made made his mark so that is going to be a tough one. I'm going to be looking forward to uh, watching uh, watching that one closely.
7: Well, yeah, he certainly, that's tough one. yeah. Go ahead. He, yeah, it's just it's going to be a tough one. I, I was I was going to say he certainly isn't Andre Johnson. I mean, he's not going to catch ten balls a week. That, that's for sure. Uh, but you know, the way I see it is, uh, you know, the NFL, uh, the the these uh, the, the player the coverage basically rolls from one player to the next. You know, every week. As far as you know, the hot player and and then the cold, the cold player. So you know exactly. he's been cold. He's been cold the last few weeks, and uh, maybe they'll roll the co- coverage away from him, and and that's exactly when they start going his way. So um, you
3: know, it's funny, Alex. We uh, uh, Scott and I we we both talked about it. You know, you, you you catch a lightning in a bottle, and then next thing you know, uh, the next week they could get one, you know, one catch for six yards, and that's it. Would it be a tie-in, wide receiver, whatever? I mean, the week before, it could be six for 90 and a touchdown, and then the following week, one for six and nothing. So yeah, well, I, you
7: know, I've always noticed, actually, it applies more to uh, running backs than anyone else. Uh, you know, Anytime you see a uh, running back have uh, three really strong games rushing the ball in a row, there's a really good chance that fourth game, he's going to have a total dud and and that's because yeah. it's the NFL it's you know the 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 defenses will game plan i mean when they see a guy coming that's that hot they're going to game plan they're going to say to themselves look yeah. we're going to stop this guy and that's going to focus on that guy yeah so and that's and i think I that's totally what happened to jennings i think that's what happened to jennings earlier a few a few weeks ago i mean the guy was averaging what 120 yards a week i think
2: right up to that
7: yeah, and then all of a sudden he just started falling off the map, basically, and uh, I think that has to do has a lot to do with the, the defenses.
3: He didn't fall off the map because uh, they didn't want to go to him. And he just fell off the map because the defenses started, uh, you know, pointing to him and said, "Hey, this is the guy we got to cover."
7: Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I don't watch the game close enough to to say that for sure. But I'm gonna assume that that's the case. Yeah. 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 Okay,
2: let's get on. Let's go with the third pick, then, uh, Alex, or, or I'm sorry, the Guru. You've got guys in the chat room saying you never give yourself, you never give yourself your own nickname. We've got uh, Josh, Lance, Dave. They're all giving you a hard time about that. But uh, what, what's pick number well, three?
7: Tell, tell Josh, Dave, and and, and Lance that uh, I'm that good that I can't give myself out of my own nickname. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I if, love if, it. Hey, you know what? I I came out in week two. And uh, I um, posted all my picks on the message board every single week prior to the weekend, and I've been 60% so far the first 11 weeks. So, I don't know. I think I could uh, give myself a nickname.
2: All right. Well, we've got uh, pick number three. We got Jacobs under 84.5, Jennings over 4, and who's number three?
7: Number three is my um, my long shot special. Uh, we got Westbrook. The bet is Westbrook will or will not score a touchdown this week. And uh, this is basically uh, a layup, I guess. Well, they think it's a layup that he scores because the line on him not to score is plus 200, which means if you're betting 100, you're getting back 200. So it's 2-1 to one that he will not score on touchdown, and that's the direction I'm going only because I just see it as a value play. The guy's uh, hobbling. They're talking about maybe – Getting Buckholter involved getting Buck Holter involved a little bit. Uh, who knows? Maybe if he doesn't break a long one, maybe Buckholter steals a couple of the short ones against Cincy, and uh, maybe I, I squeak in with this one. And if, I lose, <laughs> and if I lose, well, you know, I took a chance at, at a two to one play and it didn't work out. So
2: I'll take yeah. my shot here. Well, and that'll that'll make up for anything if you do go zero and two. But uh, the Bengals' rush, d they're among the league's worst uh i think they are uh twenty fifth in the league uh twelve round away a big day yeah he he's usually you know he he he's been uh you know the nasty guy that always gets his carries but uh he they did lose their uh what their right guard shane andrews and so he hasn't been quite the same after that but uh uh when you're anytime you're playing the twenty fifth ranked uh defense there's a there's a there's a very good shot that uh that he's gonna he's gonna find the end zone but I think you said that last week. You look for value on a a play like a touchdown. A touchdown is still not uh, something you can take for granted. It's just going to happen. So to get plus 200, I think that's uh, a smart play. Yeah,
7: to score a touchdown in the NFL is not an easy thing, even if you're LT or Sean Alexander from a few years ago. So uh, there was no guarantee that we didn't get one every single game. And certainly with a guy like Westy, I mean, they they were talking about him still not being right and the ankle. I think he came out – on one of the radio shows, and says he, you know, he's got a high ankle that still continues to hurt him, and you know, in the middle of the game while he's running. I mean, you know, the guy's obviously uh, not 100. Yeah, so I'll tell I tell you
3: what, Alex, the one thing that you bring to the table is uh, value. You know, get get something for get something for your money. Bring bring value instead of some kind of uh, bull crap kind of bet. I mean, you're bringing something to the table, and I love it. I love it. Right,
2: thank you, thank you, all right. Well, that's the guru uh, for all you guys out there, Alex Taganovsky of the FFPC.com. The pics are posted there on the message board. Go get all seventeen of them, or twenty, or twenty-five, however many he puts on there. Uh, you you heard the three uh, top plays, but uh, go check out the more uh, the, the rest of them at the FFPC.com. Alex, thanks for joining us, man. Good luck.
7: All right, take care, guys. Thanks.
2: Mike, we're uh, we're behind schedule, and we've got to pay some bills before this show's over. So real quick, we've got uh, we've got to pay some bills. All right.
1: This is your fantasy football powered by Pro Football Weekly with Hub
6: Arkish and Brian Swab. Hi, Hub Arkish from Pro Football Weekly with our fantasy football update and for all of you who are playing high five fantasy football, we want to give you our top five plays of the week. Here's my partner Brian (coughs) Swaugh. Indianapolis Colts quarterback Peyton Manning is starting to heat up 717 yards and seven touchdowns in his last three games and he loves to play the Houston Texans. (coughs) 49ers running back Frank Gore faces the St. Louis Rams defense that allows an average of two TDs per game to opposing running backs. (coughs) Arizona Cardinal wide Receiver Anquan Bolden is a TD machine, and he's collected two-plus scores in six of his last 17 games, and he's the number one wide receiver in fantasy football in points per game. Flex option quarterback Kurt Warner has been red-hot and will be looking for his fourth straight 300-yard game and ninth consecutive multiple touchdown game versus the Seahawks. Denver Broncos kicker Matt Prater rounds out this week's Pick 5.
1: Listen every day for your fantasy football update, powered by Pro Football Weekly.
2: Okay, Mike, uh back back at it. we've just got uh about 4 minutes remaining. Um I tell you there's a, there's a lot going around here. The, a couple of things real quick. Hasselback and Branch back in the lineup for Air, uh, Seattle and they're playing Arizona. Uh I mean, who knows? Starting for the first time in 6 weeks to beat the Cardinals. They've got they're going to have to outscore them. And uh so that's going to mean uh at least attempts and a lot of them uh for Matt Hasselback. So
3: well, the cardinal theme is uh, they're clicking. They are they are clicking very good, and it's going to be very tough.
2: Yeah, Mike, you had some other things you wanted to cover. You want to you want to get as many as you can out uh, in the last couple of minutes here.
3: Oh yeah, uh, I mean there's uh, there's a couple more, uh, but you know it's it's going to be kind of tough. I'd love to hit the uh, five pack too.
2: So. Yeah, we'll hit the we'll hit the five pack again. We've got uh, Doctor Dish with us, joining us. He's been watching the cardinal game. Uh, Dish right
0: we're
2: gonna we're gonna yeah. we're gonna get to our our plays right after the telecast for the taped uh, the tape show. But for the live listeners, uh we've got a huge day for Aaron Rodgers looming uh against the Bears this week. He got shut out last week, through for one forty two, and that won't happen again. You're gonna see a lot of yards uh for Aaron Rodgers. Uh we did say that Pittman might be a good start for St. Louis this week. Uh D Will, we told you last week, trade for him now in your redraft leagues. He's he's blowing it up. He's got another good matchup this week. You've got to get him in the lineup. Peyton's been on fire. Uh, he's been spreading it around. You just never know where it's going to go, though, with uh, Wayne with a knee injury, Gonzo with a hammy. Both are going to likely play. Uh, you just don't know who it's going to go to. Uh, Pittsburgh has a great matchup against San Diego this week. Of course you've got to start Roethlisberger. Regardless, it uh, could be a nice week for Holmes, uh, Ward, all those guys. Matt Space for a emergency tight end play. I wouldn't fear putting him in there. We already covered Matt, uh, Mark Bradley being a great start for Fig Pen this week. Uh, Fig Pin's just been on absolute fire, and uh, you know what else? We I got? wish like, you uh, know
3: Scott, I wish I could give the listeners uh, a, a stone cold lock play to take, but I can't. I can't right now. I, there's so many of them out there, and I don't know. You know, I don't know who to take right now.
2: Well, your options are, are, are pretty deep. Obviously, Bolden's a guy that uh, hasn't let you down all year. I'm looking for those guys that are, are plays where, you know, you might need it because of some injury or for some bad matchups. I, I mentioned it earlier, the super deep play this week. If you don't have any depth, play Mike Jenkins this week. Matt Ryan is better than you think, gang. I'm seeing trades yep. in dynasty leagues around uh, all my leagues. This guy, uh, people, people know what they've got here. They called him pre-draft. Uh, better than the class of El, uh, Eli and Roth and all those guys uh, and, and, and Rivers. So he's definitely got the arm. He's going to be a stud. And he's going to throw it to whoever's out there. Uh, you got Roddy White, Mike Jenkins. Um, his you, offensive of
3: coordinator and his head coach, have, I mean, they've helped out a ton in that situation. And you gotta, you got to give credit them too. Because, yep. uh, you know, without them, Matt Ryan couldn't be what he is right now. But Matt Ryan is awesome.
0: Yep.
2: Steve Smith's going to uh, rebound nicely this week. Jake DeLome's, uh back, and uh, he, he's, uh, he's going to try to make up for that uh, week he had last week. Uh, you've never seen a week like that. I started him in a league, and uh, I'll, never, it, I'll never see the end of that. Uh, Cedric Benson this week at home against the Eagles. Uh, in two of the four losses, the Eagles have allowed a ton of rushing yards. They allowed 213 to the Redskins and 219 to the Giants. Now, those are, those are ground teams. The Eagles like to stop the run on first and second downs, and then you know that their their D coordinator Jim Johnson he loves to unload with the blitz, and I, I could see this being a, a big day where they tee off. But Benson's run fifty one times for two hundred four yards in his three starts. He, he got a hundred against the Jaguars. The Jaguars obviously don't have a pass rush, but if you're in a pinch, uh, you could start uh, you could start Benson and, and, and throw him in there. Uh, I got one
3: last word, Scott. We need two wins. A- Kentucky beats Bandy. Kentucky beats Tennessee, 84.
2: Well, I, I hope for your case, uh, that's right. We, we, call, we got one word for Kentucky, it's almost. See you next week, gang, Red vs. Blue.
1: You've been listening to Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio, where Planet Red and Big Blue Nation collide. With your hosts, Scott Atkins and Michael Trent. Please join us next time.
2: It down there. good. <laughs> okay, we're back oh. on uh, Mike and uh, Doctor Dish. We've got you hey guys uh, back in here. Yeah,
3: doing, what's up, Neil?
2: Well,
8: I, I was listening to that last comment you made about Tennessee. I thought, how many years it been? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's this been too damn long. I'll tell and, you. <laughs> yeah. and you know what? It probably it probably won't happen. I getting like just... it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, they've they've always done something to mess up that game and lose it. I don't know. They don't oh, do like know it. I know they've it. They've had it won a dozen times and he'll blow it every time like It's a my, Louisville just it's got a my, clobbered last week. Mindset. Yes, he did. Louisville
2: just got clobbered. Tonight they played Cincinnati at home in the rain. And uh, man, I have some good memories of that Florida State game. That Florida State game when we played in the pouring yeah. down rain. You remember, you remember that, Doctor Dish?
8: Yeah, I sure do. We was there, tore the post down. Was a great I game. remember
3: watching it when I was at work and I was rooting for Louisville. Can you believe that? <laughs> I was I was like, "Come era on, era. on guys. come on, college, come on, boys!"
2: <laughs> well, the story for the Kentucky season can be summed up in one word: almost. Kentucky almost yep. pulled the upset against Georgia last week. This week, they're a three and a half point favorite at home against Vandy. Uh, can they do it, Mike?
3: No question. No question. They're going. They're going to get it done. I mean, they they've had. Too much to think about uh, since the Georgia game. Uh, they'll beat Bandy. Bandy was, I mean, they went through a, a spell, a spell, but about five, six games where they were really good. Kentucky wins this game. Randall Cobb has settled in as quarterback, as option running back, as wide receiver. He's settled in. Kentucky wins this game. No problem. Three and a half. No big deal. All
2: right. Well, we're going to start. Uh... We're going to just go ahead and move on to our Against the Spread contest. It's picking a five-pack. It's time for our already legendary contest where someone will rightfully claim,
3: I am the smartest man alive!
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny man. every time, Scott. <laughs> Oddly enough, uh, it's a three-way tie for the standings uh, in the lead. Mike, Neil, and Rachel, and I'm two games back. Uh, but I made no, a no, I, guy Scott, last, Scott, week. The last week. Scott, what's the record? Uh, I don't think we want to mention the records at this point. We'll lose all <laughs> credibility. <laughs> we stink. <do you> <laughs> we was but, 0-5 uh, last so, week. So, Mike, you went Kentucky. Uh, what did Rachel go?
3: She went Kentucky also.
2: All right, Neil, who do you take? I'm going to take South
8: Carolina. just Or is it South Carolina? No, it's Vanderbilt, right? It's Vandy. Yeah. I'm going to take Vandy just to be different.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Kentucky in this one. I think they showed us enough last week that uh they're gonna take care yep. of Andy and if they don't there's something there's something wrong. Yeah, we're gonna replace the Louisville game since we uh we couldn't uh, since the game was ahead of time. Uh we're we're gonna replace it with an NFL game. San Diego at Pittsburgh. Mike, Pittsburgh's a five point favorite.
3: Whew. Yes. And uh the way I see it. Rachel and I, we're on two different ends on this one. I like uh, I like Pittsburgh minus the five. Pittsburgh is uh, they're pretty well pissed off, and they're going to uh, come in there and uh, they'll, they'll take care of San Diego. I, I I got Pittsburgh minus five. Rachel has San Diego plus the five.
2: You know what? You you think just exactly like Doctor Dish. I think I was talking to him earlier, and he said they're just ticked off.
8: Yep, Dish. Yeah, well, I have a hard time going against Pittsburgh at home. I know Indy beat them, but I just this San Diego team. I've got no confidence in them at all. But uh, uh I'm going to go with Pittsburgh.
2: This this is going with Pittsburgh and I'm I'm the contrary in here like Rachel. I think uh you know, anytime you're giving San Diego the pick to win the AFC 5 points uh, they lost one guy, they lost one defensive mastermind force in the middle and they've still got that same offense. They're back and healthy. Gates is looking like his old his old self again. So You give me five points, Pittsburgh might win the game, and they're going to have to be ticked off to do it, but uh, I'm going to take the five points in San Diego. Game three is the Titans minus three at Jacksonville. We'll give Dish a little bit of time to think about that one. Titans minus three at Jacksonville, and I am going to root for this upset. I'm going to take Jacksonville at home uh, to pull the upset. I think you're going to see Maurice Jones-Drew, Fred Taylor. Uh, You're going to see Matt Jones. You're going to... You're going to see the return of Keenan McCardle in this game. You're going to see them throw everything in the kitchen sink at the Titans and see what they can't do. Uh, I'm taking Jacksonville plus the points. Mike, what do you got?
3: Well, I'll tell you what. You know, what you said was nice, but against the Tennessee defense, it will not happen. No doubt about it. It will not happen. What's going to happen in this game, Jacksonville-Tennessee, is Tennessee is going to run, run, run. They're going to have fun this time running. They didn't have fun running last week. They're going to run this week with no problem. Uh, the Tennessee defense will not allow Jones, Drew, Fred Taylor, Gerard. They will not allow a thing. I like
8: Tennessee. And
2: Rachel. Tennessee. And Neil.
8: As much as I'd love to root for Jacksonville, I think this may be the last chance to get these Titans, too. Uh, I think I'm going to go Jacksonville anyhow just on account
2: of that, though. Yeah, and it's a must-win. It's a must-win for Jacksonville. The NFL teams, they play different now. There's one thing that we haven't talked about this year, but usually uh, one of my buddies, Alex, he says, you know, what you do is you take the spread and you inverse it. So if Jacksonville, if your home team is normally a three-point favorite, if your home team's a three-point favorite, you throw you throw that three points that the Tennessee's favorite and you throw it over to Jacksonville, and does it make sense that if Jacksonville, uh, if this game were at Tennessee, that Tennessee would be a nine-point favorite?
8: Makes no sense.
2: No. They don't
3: turn the ball
8: many. over much. That's what I like about them.
2: All right, game four, Denver at Atlanta. Atlanta's a five-point favor at home. I'm going to go ahead and tell you who I'm going to take. I'm going to take uh, the Atlanta Falcons minus five. It looks it looks too odd uh, to see Denver as a five-point dog to Atlanta. It looks too odd, so I think that's when uh, Vegas is wanting you and baiting you to take uh, Denver. Uh, they Obviously, they want both of them to be in the middle, but it just doesn't look right to me, so I'm going to Atlanta. I totally, my,
3: you, I, I totally agree with you, Scott. I totally agree with you.
2: Uh, they're baiting you
3: into it, but I'm going to take, uh, i want to take Denver plus the five. Uh, going to take, take, take the bait. I'm
2: going
3: to take the that's bait. I'm going to take the uh, bait. I see it being a field good goal old game. That's <laughs>
2: that good old stink bait. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that
0: makes <it> stinks.
3: <laughs> Come on, catfish. We're going, uh, hey. Don't think of, we, we're not going, uh, frog gigging. We're going gigging here in a bit. But no, I, I like Denver plus three.
2: And Rachel, and, uh, uh, Rachel, Rachel
3: a, likes I, Rachel likes Atlanta.
2: Atlanta, I've got it at minus five, Mike. Yep. Okay, you said three, and then uh, Doctor Dish. What's that? Will yeah,
8: I, I tell you what, I, Atlanta has made a believer out of me. I think this team may make the playoffs this year. So I'm going to go with Atlanta minus
2: five. I don't like giving all right. Many to Denver, but I yeah, I don't like giving that many either, and that's why I'm doing it. Monday nighter, Cleveland at Buffalo. Buffalo's another five-point favorite at home. That five's been a magic number this week, Mike. Uh, since I, since you guys went first last week, I'll go first again. Cleveland at Buffalo minus five. Uh, you know what? Brady Quinn's been looking good. He, he's going to be playing it tough. He will play it close. Give me Brady Quinn within the points. I still think Buffalo wins the game.
8: Go for it, Dr. I'm gonna uh, disagree with you there, I, mainly because I've had uh, Braylon Edwards all year and he just cost me games. So I want Buffalo. I think Buffalo okay. will take him again. I gotta to totally agree with you, Neil. I love Buffalo minus the five.
3: Buffalo has been folding up in the last three games. They've been terrible, but uh, I like them minus five against. What Lincoln with all these five-point spreads tonight? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, and and who does Rachel got?
3: Rachel's got
8: Buffalo.
2: Rachel's got Buffalo, also. Well, cool. So uh, I'm the contrarian there. I tell you, I, I, I seem to do better on these things when I just uh, when I just wing it. So
8: you well, no, you got to keep so remembering Cleveland is the team that put the one ball on, on the sometimes. New York Giants. You know, if they can play like that, they they can do it. But, hey, Neil. Uh huh. How did we sound tonight? Well, it was pretty good. good. Yeah, it was a lot of good information. R just had not long enough to cover all that stuff. You know. Yep. yep. Yeah, we, need, well, we a lot, need a lot of info to cover. Get on. I got a question to, for you guys. I'd like to answer. Yep. You know, you, I, with the game Delone played last week, yeah, just made me cost me terrible. Uh, yeah, it did. What? Uh, I got a choice between him and Hasselbeck this week. Jake Delone, no doubt. And I yeah, think DeLone. Hasselbeck
2: was uh, sitting on a big game there, but I don't. he he is
8: he, sitting on a big not, game. He's not
2: going to do it. Yep. Yeah. If you want to risk it, I think he is sitting on a big game, and like I said, to beat the Cardinals, they're going to have to outscore him. That's I don't playing think he come back.
8: If he wasn't ready here. I just, he's been, you know,
2: he's he's practiced all week. He's he's healthy. He's ready to yeah. he's ready to go. So, uh, I think I think they could have an easier time. Uh, they're going to pass the ball. Carolina's going to have an easier time running the ball. Is what I'm saying to stay in their yeah. game. And um, another thing I want to talk about is uh, this Houston team that's rolling into Indianapolis. Everybody, every running back that's played mm-hmm. against Indianapolis has been a must start, but. Slayton had a 58-yard touchdown called back to holding last week, and he ended up with seven yards on four carries. Yeah. Does anybody does anybody know why? Kubiak said, and I quote, "He needed rest. Yeah, hmm. he needed rest. And if that's going to be the story, it
8: probably still need it.
2: He's a he's a little guy. We thought this might catch up with him. Yeah, he's, a, he's a type he of back it. that he's a type of back that's meant to be 14, 16 carries at best." And uh, with this Colts defense, uh, the return of Bob Sanders, they're just a different—they're uh, a di- different defense, and I think they shut him down. And I think you're going to see uh, some different philosophies coming out. He's still—he's still a home run hitter. He can still take one to the house for sure, but play, he's going to be more of a—he's a more catch
8: and run, you know, and and running into those little backs instead of hitting that line, you know. And that's kind of—he just—I don't know how well he'll hold up in the NFL still.
3: He'll get a hundred yards.
2: Well, we had the, uh, we, had the loudest,
8: oh, Andy, okay. we had
2: the loudest. Uh, we had the we had the fullest chat room we've had all year. We had uh, we had full lines uh, for half the show. The lines were just uh, full and loaded, and uh, that was a, that was a lot of fun. So, uh, guys, it's been a it's been a great week. Good luck in all your uh, in all the important matchups that you have, and uh, we hope to uh, be together uh, next week, God willing. Sounds good. Thanks
8: Scott. for having me, guys. I enjoyed it. Really all, right. We'll
2: all right. right, we'll See you. Take care. Thanks.
1: Radio than anyone on the planet. Seven continuous hours of football, baseball, basketball, and hockey action each Monday through Friday. Plus seven hours of game day frenzy on Sunday. 30 shows in all from the best fantasy sportscasters in the business. Like Craig Davis of FantasyFootball.com. The Audible, Cecil Lamming. Paul Greco of Melnick and Greco Fantasy Sports. And the fantasy football guys, Lyle Konkiel and Kevin Moore. The Fantasy Sports Channel. Only on Blog Talk Radio. It's a schedule you can bet on.
6: How do you think white people always get the head? because we cheat all the time. I mean, because they cheat all the time. This is Bill Belichick, coach of the New England Patriots. He's won three Super Bowls. How? He cheated. He even got caught cheating and nobody cared. Bill Belichick proved that in America it's okay to cheat as long as you cheat your way to the top. Hey, I don't want to be called a cheater. No, no. If you cheat and fail, you're a cheater. If you cheat and succeed,
0: you're savvy.
6: This is bullshit. I don't want to waste my time learning to cheat. Go ahead, the door's right there. Bye-bye, have We will miss you. How do I reach these kids? HOW DO I REACH THESE KIDS?! Just before the last Super Bowl, Bill Belichick gathered his football players and said, Let's win this one for real. Just this one time. Let's not cheat. You know what happened? They lost. Even if you feel all eyes are upon you, you cannot give up on cheating, or else you can lose the biggest game of your lives.
2: Thanks for joining us, everybody. That's Red vs. Blue Sports Talk Radio. Uh, we have an absolute blast. This is Scott Atkins from Indianapolis signing out. Till next week.